Hey, audio warm-up question for you so she can test it. Yeah. If Jubia was to turn into a centaur, what animal would you pick? If who? If Julia had to be a centaur. What's her bottom half? Some dude who works just shrugs and said, I don't know, like a snake or something. I honestly think it would be something like a, like like a something like a cat. I don't. I think it'd be like a cat. Like to be able to jump. Be able to like jump. Should be able to clear a house. Which is big yeah. cat strength, but you know, supposed to be like a big tiger. I'd say like would it stay to the same like the same strength to size ratio? I was thinking about it because like there's a chicken like an old Halloween episode of Billy and Mandy that's a spider bottom half and, that, I, and I was like that'd be cool and I was like Kaya would not allow a spider to be her bottom half she'd have a panic attack so then I was like well what's a better option so then I wrote down best centaur I think I was bad like, I'm sure you'd be comfortable with a spider if you were the spider Which will, all right, if I could be one I don't care I don't think this counts but having a kangaroo bottom half oh yeah because you have the kickstand to relax. He would totally just be... He's, he's the kangaroos from Tank Girl. From what? Yeah, the one with the penis. Yeah. Uh, what is this? And it's funny because he doesn't know what we're talking about. There's an old 80s comic book movie which had alien anthropomorphized kangaroos. Not aliens. No penises? Well, they spent a bunch of money of the budget making a prosthetic dick that could achieve erections. And then they were told they weren't allowed to use it. Because of course they fucking weren't. <laughs> they were literally making a bestiality erection. And they were like, you can't do that. And they're like, Merchandise. really? That'd be a cool like um, movie prop to have. What? Just a dick. A, a kangaroo, Just a kangaroo an, erect, dick. an erect kangaroo dick. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you're, you're satisfied? Yeah. You look so confused. No, no, I'm not confused at all. I'm good at this game. We've been doing this forever. See the waveforms? Oh, I have worked out why I am struggling. Oh, it's just turned on. It's turned on. It's gains full and it's on the little circle. Who know memento humans? You're not plugged in, are you? I'm plugged in. I'm plugged in upside down. Opposite way. For those for those children playing at home. Upside down, upside down. Good work. Alright, right. Mr. Squiggle is right way up and he can hear again. I don't remember his audio. I don't remember him doing anything. Mr. Squiggle. He was before my time. Mr. Squiggle. What time was he? He was just day. before the, my time. When was he? 94? 95? He was when I was young, so when dinosaurs ruled the earth. So, 90, so probably 90, yeah, 95. <laughs> You're probably right. Hang on a second. Mr. Squiggle. I grew up with like the big blue house. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the big blue house. We've said this on the podcast, but me and Trey used to put our asses, like, bare asses on the TV screen at the start when he, like, stiffs you. Ha ha! And then he tells you how good you smell, and we would laugh until we cried, and then we would never watch the rest of the episode. You guys are wrong. It's 1959. 59? <laughs> Holy shit. The final episode was 1999. Holy shit. How old? For, like, 40 years. God that damn. said it. Elmo's, like, in his mid-30s now. Yeah. I'm just telling you. That's wild. That he was not before your time, because both of you were alive in 99. I mean, it sounds like he was before all time. 99. He is all time. Yeah, he was before the moon. Alright. Ladies and future boys, welcome to the School for Wayward Nerds. The only podcast just doing a fantastic job. 
My name is Terry Paul, and today I am fighting through some serious writer's block to cover a fan request. Uh, for this week, we are going to try and cover the fan favorite occult detective, John Constantine. Uh, whether you know him from his days at Vertigo, or DC Comics, or television, or a Keanu Reeves film, or its mediocre video game adaptation, uh, I think I can pretty safely say everyone knows who this character is. I know who he is. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows who he is. That's just it. You know who he is, but... I was, I was about to ask, how well do you know the demonic con man of Constantine? Pretty okay-ish. You've been watching me research it for like a couple of days now. No. Well, I watched Justice League Dark. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also seen him in some other stuff. Um, he hangs out with like Zatanna and stuff and I like her. Yeah, you probably see him mostly through Osmosis of Zatanna, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Like, look, if you look at, like, the people that I hang out with when it comes to DC, you've got Constantine, The Question, Zatanna. Like, I've clearly got a type. Yeah. So, ha, I know things and stuff. Not Um, well, but I have, like... And what about Bobo? What what do, you, what do you know about the guy going into I, this? I know I know he's like he's really calm and collected, and he he's able to deal with like demons, and yeah. like that's what I know from from the pilot from the CW series. It's mm-hmm. just like that kind of stuff. But I'm trying to think: does he have like a an Marvel equivalent? Equivalent? Like would he have one? Not really. I would, I would. My instinct is Doctor Strange, Strange but no, thinking. that's that's Doctor Fate totally. No, he's, he's Doctor. Mo- he's a monk. He's like a moon. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, I think Constantine's a, one of those really unique ones. That is not quite an alternative. The other problem that you have is because he started with Vertigo, he wasn't on Marvel's radar. Yeah. If he had started, which with is DC, weird because Swamp yeah. Thing has a very clear. I'm gonna say knockoff in Man Thing. Those two are identical, except Man Thing has like a fork for a face. Yeah, I guess it's like a weird mustache. All right, yeah, yeah. He's, he's he's like demonic. Uh, he well, not demonic, but he's he's able to deal with spells. Specializes, and yeah. he's got he's got an attitude with things. He is smug as fuck. That's just it. He just yeah. Um, in typical fashion, I can't even go into the first appearance of John Constantine with any confidence because. You know, a man of mystery, he certainly is. Um, I say this because a guy looking exactly like Sting, the lead singer and bassist for the band The Police, appears in June 84 um, in an issue of The Saga of Swamp Thing, number 25. It is not credited by DC Comics sources as a first appearance, but to a lot of fans who know about Constantine's publication history, it is at very least a cameo. Um, to better explain what I'm talking about here, I'm going to take a quote from the writer and co-creator, Alan Moore. Um, that's a name that most people should know. The Watchman guy. But, you know, he also wrote a bunch of good things too. Um, <laughs> after a very small amount of Googling, apparently Hannibal King is Marvel's closest version to John Constantine. Okay, Hannibal King. Cool name, but I've never heard of He is a human-turned-vampire. Um, dealing in the supernatural, established in 1974, ten years before John Constantine. Well, to me, he sounds like a knockoff. He's like a Marvel version of Morbius, who's also a Marvel character. Just look. I guess he's more vampire than demon, I suppose. As I said, I haven't looked into it greatly, but that's what I know. Okay. 
Um, yeah, this quote's from uh, Wizard Magazine back in 93, um, and it's talking about Steve Bissett and John Toddleburn, who were the artists on the series at the time. That's a good name, Toddleburn. Yeah. All right, so it's uh, one of the one of those early notes that was both was they both wanted to do a character that looked like Sting. I can state categorically that the character only existed because Steve and John wanted to do a character that looked like Sting. Having been given the challenge, how could I fit Sting into Swamp Thing, which was what they were writing at the time, I have an idea that most of the mystics in comics are genuinely older people, very austere, very proper, very middle class in a lot of ways. They are not all functional on the street, and it struck me that it might be interesting for once to do an almost blue-collar warlock. Somebody who is streetwise, working class, and from a different background than the standard run of comic mystics. And Constantine started to grow from that. That's pretty, yeah. Yeah, it, that particularly pins that character, like, right away. Yeah. Like, they knew exactly what they were doing with that character. Like... Not making him different than what, what it was. Like, making him more relatable. Well, not relatable, but... He's, it just fascinates me that right from the get-go, Constantine is Constantine. Yeah. Like, the first year of Batman, he's killing people, wearing purple and blue, and carries a gun. Like, but Constantine is exactly where he is now. And it never feels outdated. Like, he's just himself. Mm. No, never any changes. Um. Yeah, it doesn't mention his snarky attitude, but... um. It is very true that, like, Jason Blood, Doctor Fate, Doctor Strange, they all tend to spend their days in, like, weird dark libraries and shit. Um, Zatanna might do the showbiz stuff on top, but Kaya might remember the family manor during the Paul Dini run? Um, yeah, kind of. You don't see a lot of it, but, you know, like, her family manor and he- places where she's staying, it's all weird libraries and knickknacks all day. Yeah, oh, very much so. And and Constantine has a level of on the ground noir detective about him that does make him unique. Um, not to mention all the demons and adult content that you get with the guy, which is probably why the Marvel version is vampires instead. Mm. Um, well, does Marvel ever really go into the demon stuff? I don't think there, so. I, Mar- I feel like um because Vertigo, it, it used to be like an adult offshoot of DC where they would do their experimental hmm. you know harsher content and, ev- and eventually that, yeah and eventually it all like phased into DC comics whereas Marvel never had that and because they didn't have that weird rough side project they sort of stuck to the whole um, comics authority stuff like how we were talking about the Magia when mm-hmm. we were doing Superior Spider-Man I think yeah. I think that sort of is very ingrained in yeah, because I feel like DC, they go more into magic. Mm. But Marvel tries to keep some sort of a realistic lot of, tone to it. Like the, like, see, and, and Marvel hit its stride in the Silver Age of comic books, which is very sci-fi. We're in the atomic race. We're racing Russia to the moon. Technology is both frightening and really exciting at the time. That's why Hulk is gamma radiation. Spider-Man's radioactive. I don't know what the fuck cosmic rays are, but you got those. It's it's all it's all very ingrained in a sci-fi, whereas magic doesn't really apply to them so much. No. I mean, I, I think Doctor Strange is written sort of as a palate cleanser for that stuff too. Yeah. Um. All right. So we're gonna add a guy named Rick 
Veitch into the list of co-creators because the first proper appearance, the one with lines of dialogue and everything, was Swamp Thing issue 37 of June 85. Um, right off the bat showing Constantine's chops too. Um, Kaya, I have a question for you about comic book common sense. Ah, the thing that doesn't exist. Because a lot of the time I just assume shit I know is common sense. No, you have weird, like, Specific things. That, that's why I'm curious. Okay. Well, um, and, mm. and, and Barbara might have an opinion on this one too. Swamp Thing. Yeah. Avatar of the Green, correct? Yeah. But what do you know about Swamp Thing? I know that he's just a protector. He's not evil, is he? He's not evil, but he's just, he, he's... He's neutral. He's plant he, first. He will, he will do whatever. It depends on where the people are standing yeah. on the, that fight. Yeah. yeah, he's like he. Yeah, and he just roams swamp, but it's very dark and gritty. Mm. But it's, like he's, he's not, like a god level poison ivy. Wh- where I would say poison ivy is very much malicious, malicious mm. in her like approach. He's like, you can be here, but the second you put your toe out of line, I'm a giant, you know, swampy beast, mm. and I will eat you. He doesn't care about killing. But do we? But do you guys know about like the powers of a avatar of the green, which just means a god of nature? He can control, possess. The, I wouldn't say control. Same, he, same you know how he can like move his form from one plant into another plant. Yeah. So. He he can make the plant move. Yeah. Um, the story arc I'm looking at here, which Constantine first appears, is called Growth Patterns. Um, Swamp Thing is super wrecked from dealing with a guy named Nukeface. Nukeface. Right. In a previous issue. Um, and in this, he's a tiny, sick little plant growing out of the ground, and his love abbey is tending to him. You know, a bit of water, sunlight, pesticides, which he doesn't really like. They hurt his face. It's grit after he blows himself up. It fucking kind of is, yeah. Um, and Constantine shows up because something is going on with the green, like some overarching story. I'm not, not going to read three it's or four melting. years of Swamp Thing for context that here. Is a, that is a nice couple. Oh, that's cool. Um, yeah, so Constantine shows up and he's, he sees the mighty Swamp Thing and he's like, why don't you just go on a big tree or some shit, you idiot? And Swamp Thing is like, what? John Constantine is the one who has to teach Alec Holland how to navigate the green. He what? walks into frame and he's like, here's a tutorial, you fucking idiot. Why don't you know how to do this? Could you imagine if Captain America rocks up and goes, Spider-Man, for fuck's sake, stick to walls, please. Yeah, but if you've never <laughs> done it before. Like, he doesn't know any better, but what it means... what he's just what I'm saying is, plant boy. What I'm saying is, like, Constantine knows yes. so much mystical shit. Right off the bat, he but, knew what he was talking but about. But how, how old is he? Yeah, vague. Constantine has to know. He's that vague Bruce Wayne age he where everyone's like early thirties, no matter what. It is. <laughs> so he is. So he's in his. I'm gonna place him around there. What? What was? What was Jesus in the early thirties? Right, twenty-eight to thirty-two. I, that's roughly where DC just is. Everyone needs to be. That's the golden age for it. Mm-hmm. Twenty-eight to thirty-two. I'm. I'm there, baby. There you go. Old enough to be good, but not too old to be useless. There we go. It's a very small amount of time, so you're gonna make. The oh most yeah, of it. I'm I'm screwed like very soon. <laughs> it's all downhill. <laughs> yeah, right, I'll tell you how it is when I get there. I just, yeah, I just I really like that Constantine is right from the get go knows everything about the mystical shit like way more than a lot of the characters can, 
Um, he's already snarky. He's already chain smoking. He's already wearing the trench coat. He is just straight out of the box. It's very Can rare I... I see that when I go back to first appearances for the podcast. When does he take over Mystic Manor? I'm not sure because um, House of Mystery is its own title. So he would guest star in it for a while. And he, he did because have it in um, Legend... It's, it's got the library. He had it in the New 52, I believe. Because he's got it in... Our Justice League Dark, hmm. that animated. Yeah. He's he's the owner of the house. It's more of a... I, I wouldn't say... That's he, the thing. I wouldn't say he uses it very much. I think he no, uses it mostly to travel. I do as well. But I'm... You know, where Bruce studied, like, martial arts and stuff, mm-hmm. Constantine has clearly studied Supernatural. Oh, yeah. And that's possibly due to what happened in Newcastle. Yes, which we will get to. I find that interesting about his other aliases. That's definitely when he, like, gets into it. Yellow Lantern? What do you mean? Is he known by the Yellow Lantern or Hellblazer? Yellow Lantern is, like, Sinestro. He the, may have the yellow lanterns are called. Unless he had it in the big like lantern war, because everyone showed up for that thing. Mara was a red lantern. Flash, Flash has the famous Hope costume. Remember that one? Mm. That one still floats around all the time, actually. I like one of these quotes: "Like ordinary people, they operate within certain set parameters, right? Rules, limits. Then there's blokes like me. Yeah, we cheat. Yeah, I. Oh, I love his quotes, but goddamn, like not a. I'm not willing to do them because. You have to have, like, a Lancashire accent to do it. And what is he? Is he? Where is he from? He is from Liverpool. The Matt Ryan version is using a Lancashire. Because he didn't think people would be able to decode him. What do you mean? You can understand people from Liverpool. He just wanted to go with a slightly more... It is a... I'm not, I don't want to say English, because that doesn't make any sense. It's a he wants to go charming. a little more common one. Yeah. He does have charm in that fucking TV show. He's like, his drawl is very, like, almost a magic spell to it. Mm. He'd be great in, like, audiobooks. <laughs> but that's the thing, he's got that drawl that, like, Matt pulls it off so well mm. that you could, I could honestly sit there and be like, yeah, I can see how someone's, like, listening to him talk and then be like, hey, you summoned a demon! Hmm. Stop doing that. It makes total <laughs> sense that they were like, can you please do the animated movies as well, dude? Oh, yeah, he's great. He's got the audio for it. I'm also like wondering what other like, DC heroes do we have that are around England? What other ones do we have that are situated around that area? There's got to be some. I'm not in trouble thinking of any. But Satana, where's she? Should be Western. She? I don't, I can't think of any, like, English, but I like that they kind of... Captain Britain, Blade, Spider-Woman, Dark Angel, Captain Midlands, Union Jack, Elsa Bloodstone, Psyclock. These are Are all Marvel characters. That would be because the first list that pulls up is a Marvel list. Captain Britain. Jeez, who'd have thought that one? First, let's have tea. The answer to Captain America. I could... I don't know. Based off like voice actors and accents, I'd say the animated series Mad Hatter maybe, but I'm grasping at straws here. No, I was just, I was just wondering like... Yeah, none that come to mind. And honestly... Knight. Knight. That's it. Oh, he'll be from the Batman Incorporated era, won't he? I'm really oh shit, yeah, Knight and Squire. They're just Batman and Robin, but he's Didn't British. Didn't be like a steampunk version of Batman, like in an alternative universe? Well, they did Gaslight. And they well, yeah, was, was that him? And he was created 
nice. There you go. Yeah, so um, from this and first... And yes, it is incorporated. Yeah, I fucking knew it. From here, John Constantine, from uh, his first appearance, he would get his own title at Vertigo, which was the longest-running Vertigo book. Um, Vertigo being the late adult sibling of DC Comics. Um, in this, he used his other title, The Hellblazer. Um, he would also have a successive run after Vertigo closed down in the New 52 era and the Constantine TV series. Um, during that time, he would serve as the main character in the Mystical Justice League. Um, he's been in a lot of things. Oh, he's in Justice League with Dark, sorry. Mm. Um, and he's branched well out of the panels and pages, has he not, Kyle? He has branched out. Do we start with good stuff? On the bats. I'm gonna say I have not seen the movie, but I like watching its like stocks, its popularity stocks go, because it starts as a mediocre comic book film in the era where there's a shitload of those, but none of them are particularly good yet. And then as the standard for comic book movies goes up, people's respect for the movie goes down because it's not that fucking good of a comic book movie, and it stays really low, especially as the rise of the Marvel film starts. But then everyone's love for Keanu Reeves slowly starts creeping up and people start to forgive the Constantine film. And I'm waiting for people to remember that it's actually shit and it starts to drop back down. <laughs> so in 2005, um, directed by Lawrence, um, Francis Lawrence, mm-hmm. written by Kevin Woodbin and our good friend Frank Capello. We've mentioned him before. Are you talking um, about Greg Capullo, the artist? No. 2005, going up against Fantastic Four. We have Constantine. Uh, as previously noted, we have Keanu Reeves, mm-hmm. Rachel Wes, Shia LaBeouf. Oh. Should I mention that I haven't watched this either? Oh, I think Barbara is the only expert here and he's seen bits. Yeah, um, <laughs> bits. The film is based on Hellblazer. Liar. No, that's what it says on my notes. I know. So you can take that. With plot elements taken from Dangerous Habits arc, which oh, is shit. issues 41 to 46. Oh, we know. I'm going to talk about them a bit, actually. I have to say, the cast for it, looking back at it, it had a good. It had quite a few people on there. Funnily enough, it brings up the fact that uh, Constantine was suffering from terminal lung cancer, which I know is something we're going to hit on later on. That's what Dangerous Habits is. I'm assuming that's as far as they went with the story arc adaption. Uh, yeah, probably. Um, it released with a grossing of $230.9 million worldwide. Uh, and its budget was somewhere between 70 and $100 million. So it, like, doubled its profit. That's good, I suppose. Which I'm gonna say, I reckon it would have though. Like, was, like, did they market this as like a comic movie? I don't I think. Don't I don't think a lot of those long. movies were treated like that. Because they weren't like Spider Man was, Fantastic Four. People was. weren't bragging about them yet. But Constantine, I don't think people like would really go, "Oh, that's a definitely a comic book movie." I think there's a lot of ones I, that people actually, don't I... realize are comic book movies. Constantine. Barbed wire, probably. I think they Tank did Hill, people didn't... slightly for the reason of they didn't want it to be biblical. Mm. Because mm. it does play a lot with the heaven and the hell. And his, like, move between mm. the two. So I think it did have, like, a little bit, but I don't think it was, like... 
Big into it. That's interesting. That said, I think that it's a crap version of Constantine. Personally, I am all about the animated Constantines. We've got a uh, Square Enix game from it, too. Yeah, the, the, the mediocre adaptation has roughly yeah. a 6.5 out of 10 everywhere I looked. <laughs> um, I think we've watched most of them because we've watched Justice League Dark. I hated Dark. City of Demons we've so much. We've watched City of Demons. It's terrible, but we've watched it. It's of that dark DC animated movie era where they're like, let's just make it cheap, kind of anime-esque, and really not work that hard. Justice League Dark's really good. That was before the drop. It was around the time of the drop. It's the one that we um, got City of Demons is the one, Barbara, where he fucks the city of San Francisco personified as like a ghost. Yeah. You know, in a public bathroom. And that's the finale. Okay. <laughs> the ghost is a physical thing, it's though, just at a, that point. I wouldn't say it's a ghost. It's a person where it's like, I am San Francisco itself. And then he decides to fuck it. I think it fucked. Yeah. I think it It was mutual fucking. This isn't a right. No, so this is mutual. There was a mutual San Francisco fucking. Do we have Justice League Dark or Justice League Dark Apocalypse War? Oh, I don't think we have Apocalypse War. Just trying to find out. I like him in animated series. They do well. I'm finding I find it interesting that they gave him like he's not very good with hand to hand combat. He just has to rely on his magic well, abilities. Well, he's just a fucking he's a, he's a dude for the most part. It's just a guy. Yeah. Whereas a lot of people train. It's kind of like the how bright is he though? Is he bright? He's, yeah, he's very smart. He's he, he's never on the list of like Riddler and Lex Luthor and Bruce Wayne's and Ted Cords and such. But he's switched on. He's got that straight smarts about him, you know. And he's so, in the three animated films, they are all voiced by the same dude, because he does good as Matt the Ryan. dude, yep. is Matt Ryan, mm-hmm. and he is the guy that was Constantine in the Constantine CW show of 2015. Yeah, it was There really was 13 good. episodes, everyone that I've ever spoken to that watched it says it's good. Why didn't it get renewed? Was there any statement from that? I don't know. He ended up spending a shitload of time in Legends of Tomorrow. I feel like if I watch Legends, I'll have a great time. But God, it's... I'm I'm still burned out. There was a Jonah Hex. There was a... Constantine. Okay, just because... There's so much shit in there. Were they all good portrayals? I don't know. I I don't know. I haven't been there. Even Brandon Ruth came back. What is he? What was he? Uh, The Adam, for the most part. Because it was the Adam in the Arrow, Arrow TV show. Arrow's good, kind of. It had good parts. It had a nice. I didn't mind. I'm, I'm not going to say it was like cheesy CW crap, like a lot of people handball it off. That was, a but start. there was moments in there where it's like that was really cool. To but see. that was a start. CW's like start into getting superheroes. Because like, what's the last superhero TV show we had that was consistent? Smallville. I was gonna... Was that yeah. the last one? My answer was going to be Batwoman, but then you said consistent, so it's. <laughs> <laughs> I refrain my answer. Because yeah. I was thinking, we've had Smallville since like 2001. That went for 10 years. Mm. That had such a good run on it. It had 10 years, and then they ended it. It's like, set me well. But I don't know what other shows. A lot of them fizzle out. Like, Arrow was the start of it. Mm. It was the start of like bringing them, and then they just brought more and more. And their, their TV, they are, I reckon they're doing better than Marvel. Oh, yeah. Marvel didn't have... It, like, that Agent Carter, I know Kyle loves, but it was Agent Carter... And Agents of Shield, which is just Agents we're of gonna Shield went five seasons. 
And it was predominantly we're sweeping up after the events of another movie while building up tension for the next movie, which you should yeah. go see. It's just a fucking ad for the films. Like, there's nothing in it. No. Oh, no. Marvel TV until WandaVision. Yeah, because I actually come up with crap. the... But even, like, the way they're setting up, like, DC, like, with their crossover events. Like, mm. oh, yeah. They're, they're really good. I, I, I know, and I'm happy to admit that I'm fucking slack on them, but... It's not like we ever have a bad time with them. We get bored by like the family drama stuff, but that's it. That's the only problem I run into. But there's just a lot of them for me cost- to try to. Cost- their costume design. I really like um, Felicity and Harper. I know they tried to put Felicity into the comics. I was it gonna... just wasn't the same. It was it felt unnatural. Yeah. It felt false. You know what everyone loved about Aaron was the, the ladder. Cl- ladder. Yeah, the ladder. He does that, and everyone's like, "Yes!" I was wondering how you get down from that thing. I don't know. I think he just drops the thing. I know you drop down, but any stick stuck yeah, up there. You've got, you go. got to get a sticky. Yeah, there's a million deleted scenes of him just like parking the stick down with just another see, stick. You just see these things like, oh, <laughs> Yeah, it's, I don't know. And it was always leaking too, that place. Like, he just it's always, always had leaks and, and it was wet. There was slipping hazards everywhere. It just, it wanted to be Batman. But it had to have a back cave. But no, then he made it in a nightclub. No, it was the quiver. It was in a nightclub. No, that's an injustice. I love Season the fact one that joke. it gets called the Quiver. That's a funny joke. Does he just try? Does he just? Do you think he just chuckles and goes, "That's my place"? Well, no. In in the Justice, Tom Taylor, current writer of Nightwing, and guy showed me how to get the beer out of the keg. Um, he was doing Injustice, like the comic time, and it was a there was an issue with um, Harley Quinn and Green Arrow sort of teaming up to do stuff, and he's like, "Come go to my little like my little supply." area my, my little secret place my I, I can't think of the word my hideout i guess and she's like well you want to go to your arrow cave and he's like i don't call it that oh no no he does call it that because he doesn't have a proper name he's like we'll just go to my arrow cave and she's like are you serious and he's like would you have a better name for it and she's like the quiver and he's like shit it's better than the queef yeah <laughs> no quiv quiv is the basket that the arrows live in mm. But yeah, she's like, I call it the quiver, and he's just like, shit. <laughs> he's got nothing for that. It's like, yeah, that's pretty good. He's got so much money. Is he richer than Bruce Wayne? Yeah. Who's who's, who's the richest person in DC? Lex. Lex. Is it, Lex. Wasn't he the president? Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm evil, sure... Evil businessman became president. I'm sure, they have, <laughs> I'm sure they have, like, the net worth. Okay, they actually no, have the net worth. According to... CBR. Mm-hmm. It's Aquaman. How does Aquaman? Oh fuck! He owns the sea. Fifty trillion. Yeah, well, we gotta pay copyright for every water. Every time I turn on the tap, he gets a dollar. Batman is eighty billion. Lex is seventy-five. I hate that. Black Adam is twelve. He's a fucking king again. Wait, how does he? His royal riches. Robin's Batgirls and Signals are ten billion. Each. Everyone gets the will. I don't, I don't understand how Aquaman owns like 150. Well, it's the same million. as Black Adam. Like he's super rich because he's like the king of a place. The king of the. He owns the sea. Does, what, what? You don't sell any parts of the sea. What does he do? Does he it's, sell? It's, a it's fish? one of those vague net worths. I'm assuming Dang the royal family are world's bullshit. Does he have a tax no on fish? Dang he, on, no, ba- no, that was a joker idea. What? The laughing fish, right? <laughs> He's like, I've made them all grin, now you got to pay me copyright. Ah, no, I know why it's so much. Mm-hmm. 
Shipwrecks. He's just stealing treasure out of pirate boats. Yep. Dick. He owns 70% of the Earth's surface. I mean, yeah. He's got Means real estate. He owns all of the gold, oil, diamonds, and rubies found under the sea. Also shipwrecks. None of this is viable, but it all is fair enough. Got no I can't imagine him going and picking up coins and going, yay! I'm sure he's sending yeah, he out a shrimp to do it for him. Fetch me a ruby. I wish to bathe in its light. Um, yeah, do you want to actually talk about the Constantine TV show? Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, we should probably get back to that. <laughs> I, I, it's hard to not, like, wander off. off really hard with CW because there's a shitload of them. I don't think Constantine was CW. I think it was, like, a weird offshoot, but I forget the details. It was NBC. Yes. Because it was a separate one until it... Yeah, because Supergirl was there too, correct? What At a certain point. What else do we have at NBC? Supergirl. Supergirl. Is that <laughs> it? It's a lack of foyer. Um, I really liked it. The pilot was good. It had a J of J and Silent Bob cameo for some reason. Um, the, the Asylum shit. That, that is straight out of a book, which impressed me. Well, that, I didn't realize how comic accurate that show was. That exorcism in it was really, really, yeah, it was really so cool. Like, just the did way you, he... Did you watch anything past the pilot? No. The, what was her name? Zero or, Zero or Zed or something in the first one? She gets replaced by a different woman, but it's the same premise. I had a great time with it. Papa Midnight ended up being a big threat at the end. Do we think it's going to come back, though? I don't think it will. I think think CW's fizzled out with all their, like, Legends and Tomorrows and such. Past all the Justice League and all the stuff that DC's done, Mm. do you think they're ever going to, like, think, you know what, instead of going with the main line, are are they going to bring stuff like this back to the screen? I'd love to see it. Like, having these, like, more, like, black labels... I think you'd be better off. I think they would make more money with that. Instead of, like, going, let's go and make a Avengers, like, bringing everyone together. Like, Justice League, they're just... They're... There's a very specific tangent of comic book readers, mostly ones that like um the blue and gold team-up. And I agree with them in this part. Which, they want a live-action Booster Gold Blue Beetle film. Because hmm. those two are naturally just buddy cop people. Yeah. And and if you're using lower state characters, maybe you won't fuck up so much. Even with that constant less meddling. Like, do you think like a, a good black label film with that? Because like with the demons and stuff, if you were to go like really deep into that, I'm scared because they want to do a sequel to the Keanu Reeves one because he's popular now. Oh, they wouldn't do that. I hope that they I hope they're bluffing. I really you don't. You don't build. You don't build on a shit foundation. Yeah, it, it's literally like. In comic book news, we're gonna shoot your dog. I'm like, oh, please don't. But even Keanu, like he's, I don't know, he's had some good things, but his face can't save everything. Look yeah. at Cyberpunk. <laughs> have you seen the mod? Cyber. You can have sex with him in Cyberpunk. Have you seen the update? Yeah. One of the patch notes is um, Jackie doesn't scream great shot when you're doing stealth takedowns. Why was he screaming that in the? F- why, would, why is that? A, and why is that a problem you got to solve? There's bigger fish to fry there. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I liked Constantine. I had a great time. I watched it on a plane. I think that might have been up. You might have said that during recording. Um, from I have what favorite I can episodes. Tell I'm looking for them. Going through like lots I... of things, it was just cancelled because it wasn't up to NBC's viewership. Yeah. Oh. I mean, that makes so, sense. Like, it's the wrong Matt, demographic. Matt has even come out and said that had it have been on any other station, it would have done really well. Why? But because of the shows and the demographic NBC pulls in because it's a news media. Yeah, yeah. It, I remember it being weird that it was there in the first into place. Their but thing. do they do they just buy the license just to have that? Like, it, yeah. 
So like, well, they had C- Supergirl around the same time. CW has every right. Do they, they are in the since. Superman and Lois that just happened? That's CW. I'm pretty yeah, okay. sure it's CW, and they've done pretty well with that. But could CW could eventually buy it? I want someone to do something with it. Because I think like that's what CW is doing. They're just like trying to make their own little universe, but they're not worried about. It. They're just doing these like mm. cr- crossovers. But I just like that they just have these stories going along. Um, if I were to recommend a single episode to check out, it would be Blessed Are the Damned. Which one's that? Um, a weird little southern church priest guy has stolen like an angel's feather and he's using it to perform miracles and it's just, it's so, it feels like Far Cry 5 a little bit. Oof. It's really good. And then they find the wounded angel, they try to get the feather back and then it turns out it's like a fucking... I forget what they're called, but like a demon-y one that just looks like an angel. Yeah. And that dude's like poisoning his like congregation without realizing it. It's so fucking cool. Yeah. If you... And it's a lot of them just like saying religion's bullshit, which I usually gravitate to naturally. If you have a look at NBC's like runs, really, it doesn't make sense that they had it. No, they, it doesn't. They <laughs> might have bought it by accident. Like there's, there's a few things that have come out recently that like, but they're like the blacklist and... Nothing demonic, nothing of that nature, but nothing, no. nothing. They demon had comic Heroes book-y. Reborn, mm. which is as much like that's about as close as my name is Earl. <laughs> oh my god! Like it had it had the Night Rider. Hmm. It, yeah, it, it wasn't the right. Yes, yeah, wrong place. Wrong place. Wrong place. Well, time. even if you look at that, like it feels like it would match like Supernatural. Was it? Was it trying to go up? Like it feels like that Supernatural vibe. And that was on the CW. The stories have a bit of a supernatural, but the characters in it just don't have the right attitude. No, they're, all, they're, they're no. not necessarily as whimsical as the no. Winchester boys. But yeah, that's what that was going on. I think that that was at the CW, so they were mm. just trying to like, go, okay. But even then, CW wasn't buying up that many, were they? They were focusing on what? Didn't they just have the Arrow when this was out? They they would have had Flash at this point, With- but it was pretty early on, honestly. And they it was way it was before Legends. Very early on. And they definitely were, before Batwoman. I can say that. Because yeah. I know they wouldn't be able, they wouldn't be juggling too many at once. They'd be trying to keep it. And that's the thing. I think that's why they started like branching off who had what. Because that's why whenever Supergirl joins a crossover, they always have they to, come have up to with find an a excuse. way to break the barrier. Because she's so from like, a different either dimension. Flash has to run really fast, or. Like, something weird has to happen that she can join. Do they need to do that every time? They did for a little bit, yeah. Yeah, because that was part of the rights. And then eventually one of their crossovers was a crisis that merged dimensions, I think. I love, I love some of their crossovers um, with, like, small volumes everything else. Supernatural was WB. Was it? Warner mm-hmm. Brothers. Warner Brothers? Was that their production house? But where was it broadcasted? I'm pretty like I, th- I thought. I thought it was on the CW. Yeah. Well, by the end of it, mm. the final season was on CW. But that's the thing; it depends on what's popular in the states at the time. Yeah. So how is how is Constantine doing in like the comic book scene at the moment? With the did did he get? Has he he's had a rebirth? He was he had a rebirth because we. Yeah. And then um, Richard Cadre did a few issues of it. I'm assuming it's still trucking along pretty casually. It's one of those quiet ones. 
Yeah, it's always good, but it's it's not a headliner. It's it's he's, not Batman. It's not Superman. That's he's not popular, that's but he has he has a following of people. That oh hell yeah, yeah. Most a lot of the Vertigo guys still read. He's that a stuff. cult boy. It's kind of ironic, isn't it? Um, all right. To my surprise, Constantine has an origin, which feels weird and wrong. Um, and Oliver gets retconned at the New Fifty Two point. Which so it doesn't matter anyway. Is correct. But I usually prefer original versions of things. Born in Liverpool, that much we know already. Uh, I didn't know about his birth though. All right, was a twin during pregnancy, uh, like Rusty Venture. Uh, strangled the other child in utero. As um, you do. The pregnancy and birth also took the life of his mother. Um, if he hadn't had enough on his plate within the first hour of life, his father resented him for the deaths that his birth brought with it. Um, I don't have context, but at a certain point, that father also goes on to die. Well, um, yeah. In between time spent running away from home, he was mostly brought up by his older sister, Cheryl. Uh, they came from a line of very heavy-duty sorcerers, and he would distract himself from life itself by learning the art and exploring the occult in the London punk scene. Uh, obviously, he naturally picked it up and just kept at it, which brings us to the Constantine we get in our books. Nice, simple, easy. Really, he does. he's not a deep, dark origins guy. Oh, like, no. there's no, my parents were gone down in an alley and I made an oath. But he killed his mum and his brother. Or but his... in childbirth, that's pretty... But when you say... These days it's not common, but back then it's pretty common. Uh, like and, twins absorb each other all the time. It's a very common. Uh, and um, look, he's not a big mythology guy. Constantine's at his best when he's coming into town to investigate a strange murder, doing his thing, and then like leaving. Yeah, he end. should just show up. He's, every he's night. He's classic wandering loner. Yeah, lone wolf. Mm. And it's not really an origin, but if I could talk about a key moment from the past, I would say the events of Newcastle. Um. If you have watched the awesome TV series starring Matt Ryan, you would recall everyone from Constantine past bringing up his failure in Newcastle. They That's all... why a lot of people hate him. Yeah. Um, while roaming the tales of the Hellblazer, I was delighted to stumble upon the source material. Issue 11 of Hellblazer 1988. Written by Jamie Delano with art by Richard Piers Rayner and Mark Buckingham. Uh, in This is a flashback adventure to a land before the iconic trench coat. That's how you know it's in the past. Which is weird. How do you? How far do you need to go back before that? Not just when he's like a early twenties doing his trying to do his thing. Not quite there yet. Um, in it, we see John and his mystic buddies entering a creepy pasture of a house. Uh, he's got man on the run Frank, who's there with him. You got tantric yoga friend Judith, lonely psychic Anne Marie. Richie the tech nerd, who I think is the one who ends up being the teacher in that episode that I also would recommend of the Constantine show, where people are going into like a dreamscape, but then they can't get back out. Like if you got stuck in Freddy. Um, you got musician and sometimes wizard Gary and arcana great geek uh, Benjamin. Uh, a few of these are specifically brought up in the show, which I liked. Uh, obviously the show had like way more they had read research something. than I expected. Because I, I didn't know jack shit, honestly. So the gang are investigating this house. The owner, a man named Alex Logue, was a big name in the sex magic scene in the area. So when word of phenomena and disturbances spread to John and his gang, it seemed like a good place to look into. Um, sure enough, they find a bunch of bodies in the basement, brutally decimated ones. Uh, they also find Astra, who is the daughter of Alex, who's just been hanging out in this house, apparently. 
I mean, where else is she going to go? Now, she was unfortunately one of the victims of this sexual magic. Yeah. An extreme satanic ritual abuse example. Uh, in one of these moments, she wanted an awful thing to happen to the men. Uh, she willed an awful thing to come. Uh, a giant, hairy, but somehow inside-out monster dog finds itself in our plane of existence and tears the men to shreds, hence all the bodies in the basement. Uh, so Constantine finds himself in a house with a giant, gooey dog beast hunting its hallowed halls. Uh, Technically, they deserved. Yeah, but there's still a big demon dog in this house and kind of roaming sometimes. Yeah, that's probably not great. Stands to reason we need our own sweet demon monster to kill this one. Well, that makes sense. Hmm. Now, this isn't I know the... a lot of people that would use that logic. Yeah. Most of them are right, in this room. This is the fucking dudes that did the cane toads. Um, Alright, so now this isn't the Constantine we know yet. He isn't as skilled or experienced yet. He, he summoned something, but not because he's controlling it, but because this demon saw mortal man knocking on his door and was just annoyed that they were even trying to speak to him. Um... So he shows up to piss on our mortal lawns. He's mad at these scummy, arrogant people who think they can control demons such as himself. Uh, the sacrifice he chooses when he gets to our plane is Astra, the, the daughter. Constantine tries to protect her and is also sent to a hellish plane with her. He's like, hey man, you can't just take a girl. He said, if you like her so bad, you go and get her. Yeah. Constantine tries to protect her. Um takes her hand and he's like just run just don't look at anything just run um they're frantically searching for a way out relatively okay advice in most cases yeah uh they do find a way out in a bright light that flashes as the other guys in the gang have decided to blow up the house in a mad panic because something's clearly going wrong um if i don't come out in 30 minutes blow up the house he kind of does say that at some point and yeah they're doing that so constantine sees this light breaching the the little hole that you take to get out. Uh, he runs for it. Don't look back. He's just gripping the little girl's hand, running. Uh, he breaches into our world. Um, there's nothing at the end of the hand. The portal closed on that little girl's wrist, leaving her in hell for all time. Without a hand. Yep. That's, that's her first day in hell is amputation immediately. Um... And that's Newcastle, ladies and future boys. This is why John exiles himself into the asylum for two years at the beginning of the show. I forget the name of the place. Um, this is why. Yeah, ev- this is why everyone goes their separate ways, and everyone's pissed that he's still doing magic. But didn't you do his series. best though? He tried his best, and I th- I'm up. and killed a small child because he wasn't. He wasn't prepared. A kid died, doing. and every time we've seen him since this point, he is. Cunning on top, and he's always. He's conceited, Arstic. Oh uh, yeah, but he has the skills to back it up so ever since this yeah, event. Yeah, but they don't know that. No one knows. The that. last, the last thing they see is he literally gets a small child sacrificed because he tries to play with stuff that he's not good at, and the next time they meet him, he's got a giant stick up his butt. And they're like, "You would hate him." Oh yeah. But, you know, he's a con man, so he keeps all of his skills... He keeps his card, cards close to his chest. Maybe for the detriment of his friend's trust, but, but you know... How long ago was you Newcastle? Uh, in the TV series, two years. Because okay. he, he, che- he exiles himself in, a, in an asylum. One of the girls finds religion, becomes a nun. 
one of them develops a starter because he's so traumatized, and I forget the other guy. But that's the thing when Bits you think pieces. of like the people most of them end up dead. Hangs out with he has to play it close. Like Zatanna they're usually specialists who have washed that, their hands of the stuff. But that's the thing: Zatanna can't let out the fact that she's actually magic. She lets it out all the time. She's like, "Yeah, I'm magic. All these tricks are real." And everyone's like, "Bravo! Such trickery! You keep Amazing that. art! You're so good at magicians." And she's like, "Haha! I'm just doing. I don't even have to lie." I, I tried to Iron Man and it failed miserably. Yeah, it's the exact opposite of I am Iron Man. She's like, "Check it out! I'm a magician," and they're all like, "Wow!" Like, um. Like, fucking... What's the guy? The emo one. He had that show called, like, Freaked or something. Chris Angel. Chris Angel. Mind Freak, yeah. Everyone's like, wow, you're like a Chris Angel. And she's like, sure, pay me. <laughs> what? What is that? Hmm. Can I has its money? Yeah. God. So, yeah. That was a tragic story. So let's um move on to another key Constantine thing. A bit more prolific than that one. Back in the day of my training in the art of comic bookery... You know, people would have, like... So everyone, there would be a one-sentence description of every character, you know? Uh, Flash, fastest man alive. Joker, the one Batman villain to kill a Robin. And Gordon's wife. Um, you know, Batman is the Dark Knight detective. You know, there's all those basic ones. Mm. Constantine was the man who talked the devil out of his own cancer. That was always one I'd heard. I mean, it's a good brag, I suppose. <laughs> Look, if you're going to do something. Yeah. So I thought to wrap our episode up, I would cover that little bit of story there. Mm. I like that one. It ends up being a good read too. Uh, Dangerous Habits, if you're looking for it yourself. It's the second half of the trade, so don't think you're in the wrong place for a little while. Or you could just watch, you know, Keanu Reeves. No. Read a book. <laughs> ah, I don't think I've said it yet on the episode, but John Constantine smokes. A lot. He is like an unaltered Walt Disney photo. A lot. Chain smoking. <laughs> so, to absolutely no one's surprise, John would be diagnosed with terminal lung cancer in issue 41 in 1991. Dangerous Habits was written by Garth Ennis, who I believe wrote The Good Moon Knight, uh, Will Simpson, and Mark Pennington on the art. Uh, we see John depressed about the whole thing. He's sad. Um, not necessarily about dying, but he has killed demons, he has done many a fancy thing. He's going to die pedestrian with cancer. Like, that's not really special or remarkable. He's kind of bummed out by that. There's no dead twin coming back for revenge. No demons. There isn't that demon from the first it's Newcastle like, coming back for revenge. It's just a... That kind of seems It's like his Steve character. Owen getting He wants something fancier than this. But, like, he's not a warrior's death kind of guy. He's not like Deadshot, but this is... He's still kind of bummed. But think about how he was made. He's just like this white collar. He's just a normal person. Hmm. He's going to die a normal way. And, yeah. and I like that, like, that he's conflicted, like, he feels like he's... He's like, I should that. be better than that, yeah. But, but it's like Steve Owen dying from a stingray. Yeah. yeah you, like, everyone thought he was gonna go down to a giant croc, and it's like, oh, a stingray? Yeah. Okay, I've pet one of those at the aquarium before. They're just a nice... They're a friendly carpet it's creature. It's a sea puppy. Squishy. They're a doormat with a tail. Again. You never thought about it until it like, happens. he... he this is a similar thing. Yeah. Mm. He's like, I literally play with the worst of the worst, and you're just going to give me cancer? It's like dying of the flu. Yeah. Um, after he, see, he he goes to a cancer ward and is not impressed by it. It's very sterile and sad and lonely. 
Um, and also the doctor wants samples of his blood because there's demon blood in there mixed in. And they probably don't let you smoke. Yep, so John's like, I'm going to do something about this. And then we head to Ireland in search of a guy named Brendan Finn. Um, a guy who might actually be able to help out in John's situation. Um, he's got his weird little castle. It's not a church, what? but it's a religious tower. It's probably a lock. Whatever it is. Or it's a steeple. A lock. St. Patrick's was there for a bit. Because it's Ireland. Um, I like how you say Ireland. I'm trying to do the R in it. Because I don't want to just say Ireland. Because Ireland. Yeah, I can't do it. I'm not, I'm not, I don't have heritage, so don't worry about it. Um, yeah, so we see Brendan Finn and his excessive love for alcohol. Um, he leads us down through his extensive wine cellar, um, and at the back of that is a trapdoor, and down in there is a shrine that St. Patrick's had with a little well of holy water still inside. Much like Jesus and his occult magic turning water into wine, we take holy water... We're in Ireland. Guinness, Guinness, baby! Oh my god. Fuck Guinness yeah. Guinness is actually quite nice. It's very thick. Yeah. Um, so, they have a few pints. Constantine talks about curing his cancer. The tragic tragic irony, the smoking's killing Constantine. Brendan's dying of kidney failure right that now. That makes sense. <laughs> I thought it was going to be liver or something. I, I, was, I was just waiting for Bo to be like... And the shoe drops. Oh my god. There you go, Bubba. So, he sold his soul to a devil for his alcohol collection. All he wants in return is... um, The the day of his death, he wants his soul to be collected at midnight in a church. That's just how he wants to go. It's not anything special, it's just a particular... By the demon, by by the devil. No, he wants he wants to die, and he wants his soul collected at a church. He wants he wants to that finish. Means that he can go up. Oh. Not really. It just means he's in a holy place, you know, because he's still getting collected it's... by a demon. Yeah, but it's demons can't enter churches. He's given this one permission to do it. And look, I think that's part of his agreement. He's getting there's, permission. There's shady gray lines in there. Yeah. Um. So he's like dying, like now dying. That's why we're doing the Guinness thing, because this is it. So they have some drinks, they hang out. His time eventually comes. Brendan sits down in the shrine, and John leaves him to it. What else can you do? On his way out, though, he passes a stranger coming down the hall. Satan. <laughs> Satan's just popped in? Well, he's, he's come hey, to collect. What well, he doesn't... He wouldn't be just... But Satan doesn't just come and collect. He doesn't... Yes, he does. He does... He, the devil he's, will steal your soul. He's there to collect the soul. God, this isn't so... a Grim Reaper situation. This is, I'm here to get my things. Grim Reaper is only worried about the body. The soul is the devil's or the, the heavenly father's. I was going to say... I like, this, I like this personification, Kaya Might too, because you're a Sandman boy. Um, it's just a dude with slick back hair and a suit. Yeah, that's what he's supposed to be. Don't you remember? But that's the, the thing. Because like, they don't... Lucifer is supposed to be very similar to... He's the fat dude Honestly, in the suit Constantine. from... Constantine. Yeah. He is supposed to be cunning, conniving, charming. And it fits the, the book, lovely. too. Could you imagine yeah, if a little... He was an angel at one point. But then that's yeah, the, the whole thing. Angel, he, yeah. he went against God and God threw him out. So he's a fancy boy with a rebellious streak. Yeah. Um, I wonder if I have a type. 
It's funny as we say that, but could you imagine what an absolute fucking just mood killer a red lycra bodysuit, tail horns, goofy fucking Satan rocking onto this? It would be funny. It'd be funny, but it would ruin the book. Um, You mean like Tribute, the devil from Tribute? Yeah. Measures D. (laughs) So, Brendan sold his soul for the liquor um, collection. It is now 11.55. The devil's just kind of hanging around at this point. Probably hasn't been in a church in a long time, so he's like, I'm just going to hang around for five minutes, have a look. This one has, like, you know, it's a fancy shrine. It's a real real shit. It's not just a little church. Um, Constantine's like, hey, you want to drink? Like, let's toast my fallen friend. I get to drink with the devil, which in turn is like the peak of alcoholism, which is just a way to rub it into that guy you're collecting. And Satan's like... (laughs) <laughs> That's pretty funny, actually. All right, we'll do that. We'll have a drink. I'm here for an extra five minutes anyway. Drinking with your demons. So, it's the Guinness. Well, that's, that's the whole thing of St. Patrick. Everyone thinks that he removed the snakes from Ireland. He didn't. He removed the sin. And when we say the sin, we mean people that weren't Catholic. Ah, genocide. Tom way to clean up. Mm-hmm. So, so technically... It's probably pretty accurate. So he has a drink of the Guinness. Ah, fancy Guinness. It's not fancy yet, it's but during the but after they have the drink, Constantine blows out the ritual candles, and it becomes holy water again inside Satan. <laughs> so it's Satan bu- doesn't like that. So he's burning like acid on the inside, um, and just for some reason, because it's London, I guess. Um, Constantine decides to glass him as well. So not only is he like, I'm melting from the inside, he's like, I'm going to break a bottle over your head and stab you with it. It's if uh, Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz just really wanted to drive it home. I discussed the original way that bitch died. It's funny. She died for pranking. I know, it's great. It's kind of what we all expect to happen to Ashton Kutcher. Um, So yeah, this kills... The devil, but it basically just sends him back to his respawn point of hell, but not in time to collect Brendan, who gets to go to heaven. Again, as I said, he's on holy land. That's right. Technically, if you don't get one, you get the other. Yeah. Um, and it's a fun little adventure on its own. It reminds Constantine of his classic adventures. Um, it also makes him realize that Satan's going to be pissed when he gets down there. So he's really got to avoid dying now. Um, we see Constantine talk to a few more people as the story arc goes on. Um, I like his little friendship with the old dude in the cancer ward. He shouldn't be giving that guy cigarettes. But he is. He's gonna die anyway. You might as well die the way you live. That's kind of his reasoning. and Toxic. I do like that he's constantly chatting to this dude. Who's just like a piece of shit. For no reason. It probably reminds him of himself when I think he was it, younger. Yeah, I think it might a little bit. Um, but he runs out of people he can rely on and realizing that's not his style. It never was. He's good at scheming, being arrogant and being a lone wolf. He, at a certain point, he's like, why am I fucking asking people for help on this one? I'm a dick. I can do this. So the night he decides he is going to die, he summons a demon, uh, one called the second of the third, which is a quote from the book. Um, so apparently there's three demons. There's, there's three Satans in this one. The Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, I guess. 
the like the evil equivalent. I don't know what to tell you. Um, he sells his soul um, to this demon. I don't know what is said or what is agreed on, and it isn't going to matter as the book plays out. Once the second of the third is gone, Constantine throws away the candles, cleans up the chalk, starts again. Summons the third of the third, sells his soul. I don't know what is said or what is agreed upon, and it's not going to matter as the book plays out. I, I do, I'm watching the little dots form in Bobo's brain. I'm just waiting for the line to go. There's like three or four puzzle pieces missing at this point. When his time comes, the first appears. The dude from Brendan Finn. He, he's here a little bit early. He's here to watch the guy die because he's like, you're, you're a fucking asshole. <laughs> I can't get to the priests up in heaven that were a dick to me. You're coming my way and you are gonna get, you're going to get it, boy. Um, and then very shortly after his appearance, the second shows up. And it's like, a, hey, what are you doing here? Oh, I'm here for a soul. Oh, shit, small world, me too. Who's the mark? Oh, it's John Constantine. Uh-oh. That's mine too. Well, you can't have him. He's mine. Boom. Third shows up. Hey, guys, small world, what's up? Oh, we're both here for Johnny. Oh, shit. That's not good. <laughs> so, the three bicker for a while over a... He's cut himself. I, I, was, I was going to avoid the suicide part, but he wants to get this out of the way. He doesn't want to be, like, cancer death. He kind of wants to be... Semi-aware for this moment, shit's on. So he's bleeding to death as three Satans bicker over the top of him. Um, and it's John Constantine. They all kind of want a piece of this guy. Um, the first never had rights to the soul, but has a straight-up vendetta. The second and the third were both just here and got it. So neither know which one of those two. They don't know the chicken or the egg there. They were like, well, when did you get your soul? Just today. When did you get it? Uh, today. So, neither, well, it was, there was such a short time in between them, any sort of communication wasn't going to happen. So, the problem is, if one takes the soul, that proves the other was fallible, which is celestial illegal. Yeah, you're not allowed to do that. You can't disprove a god, or any of that shit. Um... And they could fight and battle over it, but we're talking a huge hell war over one scumbag. They wash their hands of him by slowly and painfully removing the cancer. John Constantine flips him the bird as he leaves the shitty apartment he's dying in. So long, you fucks. You better keep me alive because I'm going to ruin all of celestial life over a war when I eventually die. Because that's technically... He still has the deal that they get his soul. Well, neither of them are technically wrong. I, we know the third one is wrong because it was invalid, but a contract was signed and made. For, for both of them? Yes. So and the other guy just wants him because fuck you. Yeah, because you fucking stabbed me with a wine bottle. <laughs> so what, what happens when he eventually just like gets old? Because he's going to get old. They're going to have to try and keep him running. There, there will be Because he is going to disprove a god. Actually, there will be an unholy war. Ah, funny. So why can't why can't one of them just take it? What, because that disproves the other guy. Yeah. Oh, so you can't. So the only way they can do this is if they full scale war kill each other. Yeah, someone needs to die so the other one can. Because and the price and the price of this of war is one chain smoking dick. There's it's not worth it for them. So they're like, all right, we're gonna 
literally keep him alive so he can't die, but systematically break each and every rib out, tear the sternum, push the lungs aside really hard, shove the heart over there, get it out of the way, get get the lungs and just ring all that shit out. You feel that, you asshole? Fuck you, man. Put them back in. Strap it all together. Not particularly well. And just sh- ship him off. Get him out of here. It's, it's more like convenient to let him live. Yeah, it's us playing surgeon simulator. I'm surprised they do that. Wouldn't you just keep him alive in like some sort of stasis or something? Stasis. I think they, they I think they were just like, what the fuck? That's you can only come. That's why he has to summon them. You can only come when summoned. So and they can't. They know that they've only got so much time with him. Yeah. In that point where he's not quite alive, but he's not quite dead, and they're like. We the have, twilight hour. We have to call. fix it now, <laughs> so that it can go back to being alive. Because we've already been through a holy war, and those suck. We fell for nine We're days over this shit, man. One. Yeah, it's a really cool story. It's hard to put into words because a lot of it's it's not the punching and bullshit we normally see in a Batman book. It's a lot. It's very dialogue heavy, but it's very good. What did he promise? I definitely recommend. What did he it. want in return from them? It's, it's never said in the book, and it doesn't fucking matter because they can't validate the contract at this point. He could have promised them anything. No, but what he... Cause I wonder would, what he did. He gave him this... He, he said, you could have my soul, but what did he ask for in return from them? See, I don't know. It, painless death. Maybe. It has to be something enough That's where they were willing to take it. No, yeah, because they, 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 they would see a bait. Like, if they were just like, oh, just give me... He might have promised to blow them. It doesn't matter because it's, it's not said in the book because it's... It's really not going to matter because like the contracts are fucked. They could bring that back. When was this? When was this made? This comic? This was ninety one. So they're probably not going to come back to that now. It's a bit, it's a bit old. So that's a good bit. But we'll find out in the Keanu Reeves fucking sequel. They won't do that. I, don't I really don't want to. I don't think they would. Like who? who considering it? how well Cyberpunk went mm. with that mod, where you could, I can't believe they did that. Oh my god. Well, what did you expect? People are going to fuck him. <laughs> yeah, just, 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 oh my god, there's videos everywhere. That poor... He's, you know, but his popularity, he's still doing... He's not bad. But he's got John Wick and he's a Matrix. He's, he's really big, but they can't do that with... I don't know. Well, they do. They can't. Do you think... Well, what, is do. Matt? Does Matt still have a lot to do with Constantine? I'm not anyone? sure. I hope so. I don't know if they're developing any more of the animated films or what have you. Has he had any other games apart from Licensed Giants? He's got a very brief cameo in one level of one of the Injustice games, and that is. And I'm if he appeared in the DC Online game, maybe, but as far as I don't know. Well, that's confusing. What's that? His name's actually Matt Evans. Oh, is it really? Evan. Have we been doing it wrong, or does he have a stage no, name? No, his stage name if is Matt want... Ryan's. But the problem with his stage name being Matt Ryan's is there is a soccer player who is called Matt Ryan's. Ah. And another thing. So All I right, to... I have the list of John Constantine video games. He appears in Lego DC Supervillains, Scribblenauts, the Mega Pack Edition. He briefly appears in Injustice 2. Um, he's in Scribblenauts Unmasked, the DC Comics Adventure. He is in... Justice League Earth's Final Defense, which is an iPhone game. And then you have the Constantine tie-in video game. And that is fucking it. So there's not a lot to offer there. Isn't that something? Something interesting about Matt Evans. The reason I watched Constantine Mm. back when, because I didn't really know who he was, he was the main voice character in Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Oh, really? There you go. 
And that was like, this was back in like 2013. So he just come off that, that popularity. Yeah. He was Edward Kenway. Yes, mm. Edward Kenway, which was one of the best Assassin's Creed. So games. his latest stuff is that he is currently still appearing on Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, okay. he's still doing pretty good. How many? Um, he did voice work for Justice League Apocalypse War, mm-hmm. Crisis on Infinite Earths. Um, back in 2019, he appeared on Flash and Batwoman. Um, he was part of the TV series City of Demon. Um, he was part of the movie City of Demon. He's done, you know, other stuff because he's a real human. Well, what's interesting about that is he's been in pretty much all the crossovers. Like, he's been in a lot of those series. Well, so he's all- he, just, he just turns up in the Arrow Cave and will be like, hey guys, and they're like... What's that? You need fucking magic-related stuff? Um, I, I'm the one guy in the TV universe that's good at that because we have not incorporated many others. And that's just it. I feel like a lot of these comic books, they don't really try and jump for something new. They try and recycle. Mm. Like, we get some random... Like, we get some pretty good ones, like with Shazam. Like, they gave Shazam a try, and that worked really well. Mm. And that was very comic book And we're getting, like... Which is nice, because you don't getting Black Adam. There you eventually. go. Constantine came out before Arrow. Did it? By the looks of it. Lyle. No, I think it was just after Arrow. Because I remember watching Arrow since kind of was like, oh my god. Yeah, because Arrow was definitely the first. Mm. Yeah, because then I, uh, I was watching, yeah. Arrow aired in 2012, and it started in 2014. So he joined Arrow after his series ended. Yeah. Can we just acknowledge that this was like going on nine years ago? Yeah, it's old now. How crazy is that i still think of 2010 is like pretty yeah. much two years ago yeah oh, Sarah. i kept seeing memes about like you think anime 20 years ago looked like this and it's like old classic like dragon balls and shit it's like no it looked like this and it's fucking naruto yeah like <laughs> shit's old shit is older now dragon ball z was like 40 years ago now so yeah. the original crossover was season four episode five haunted hmm Spooky things, probably. I so, mean, that makes so sense for him. It came out during season three of Arrow to put it in, you know, basic thing. That being said, we get, like, phases of popularity. Like, we get phases of zombies. We get phases of all sorts of things. Yeah. So, once we once Harry Potter comes back... I'd just like to see DC's, like, what is their plan for, like, their games, their TV, and their movies? They want to see their plan for their comics. <laughs> Spe- speaking of uh, Harry Potter... You got a homework question for us, buddy? I do. Do you have any final thoughts about the Constantine? He's good. He is good, and he'd be... He's they should worth, use him more. He's worth researching. Like, he's worth, like, actually diving into. I don't yeah. know. I think he's one of those characters that I don't want people to like him. You want to keep him, like, for be, us? Yeah. You're hoarding. Yeah. Well, some of these characters, like, I feel like now after, like, hearing about some of those stories, like, that'd be really good to experience, but just in that. You don't want that to be made into live action. You want it to just be... A special mm. moment, like not everything and needs with, to be and made. It's got like, that, and it's that classic like Vertigo, yeah. early nineties, super realistic but super ugly at the same time artwork. Yeah, they just do not replicate it. But not everything needs to be turned into an animated series and into like a like into a live action. Some things are just I'm such a weird hypocrite because sometimes I'm like I want to see that somewhere, but the, verbatim in something else. But it can. But then there's it. other ones where I'm like, don't touch that. That's mine. It's but you can yeah. taint it so easy. Like oh yeah. Like, oh God, just with some of those, like, Fantastic Four. 
Ben Any any Fantastic Four movie. But that's that's the other problem. So like Sandman, we've been reading it for years now. Mm. We've got like that ideal casting for it. Yeah. The, the second they actually cast the film they're making, we're going to be annoyed. We're going to be annoyed because yeah. it's going to be the wrong people. But do you really want it to be a film, or do you like to have that magic where it's in your imagination? Because like you all have your own view of it, but it's mm. different. Like you can talk about it, but the way when you're reading a scene, yeah. it's different. That's... I I just want it to be slightly more popular so I can have more shit. And it's it's <laughs> I like you just where, just, that's where just, I'm at. just the, the perfect the more. perfect one is the leader. Battle Angel, where it's the leader was good. I liked it, but because it wasn't it wasn't a hundred percent perfect. It made a fair few changes, really. But it came. You could feel that it came out of a place of love. Yeah, like where where I was like, yeah, you made weird changes, but it def it didn't feel like arrogance. You know, a lot of them are like, I'm not going to read a kid book. I'm not going to read one of those stupid comics. Here's my idea, but I'm better than every writer that's ever lived. Whereas the Alita's like. Yeah, in a few more books from the one I'm covering, they're going to mention this stuff. So I'm just going to, like, world build out of it. Yeah. I think what's the hardest part about fans is being able able to segment, this is the film, this is the comic. Mm -hmm. You do not need to have them both. You can take one if you like. It's Yeah. That's just it, because you get people caught up in it, and it's like, you've ruined it now because you put this into our minds, and it's like... I know, it's, it's really hard. It's so hard. There's a weird with, balance. With comics it. to impress everyone. But even then, like, some things... Some things don't need to change. Yeah. Like, with, with that spectacular... Oh, yeah, Superior Spider-Man, like, I think that would be really well translated into some sort of, like, series. Yeah, some some, some books you read and you're like, oh, this feels cinematic. But, this, yeah, but yeah. the thing is, it doesn't have to have good stuff. You have to have the right person making it. You have to have someone writing passionate. It. You have to have someone writing it, but also the cinematography. It needs to be. But that's and that's. You need people that are that's really. That's always into the been our motto on the show: of if you don't love it with every ounce of your being, don't touch it. Yeah. Because it's the way it goes. at that point where it's going to make or break it. Because there is going to be someone out there that loves it, and if you don't match that. You've lost what the spark is. Yeah, and it's a tricky balance because if you annoy the actual fans, they're not going to come see it, and other people aren't going to see it because they're not fans of the thing. They don't care. Speaking like whatever of sparks, happened to the Warcraft movie? Speaking right. of Warcraft, <laughs> homework question is best wizard. Satana. Oh, wait, wait, you can't just say best wizard. best wizard. <laughs> what do you I mean? Did, I, I it says what? right here. Hang on. And I quote, best wizard, not even a question. That's a full fucking stop. Best wizard. Is it most charming I did, wizard? I did, wizard? I did this particularly. I'm sorry, there's no capitals. Best wizard. Powerful wizard, if you want. Well, no, there's like charming, powerful, best beard. There could be um, most influential. If you go influential, I have to say, Gandalf is the most influential wizard there is. A wizard is never late, nor is he ever early. He arrives precisely when he But he has, like, so many good quotes in, like, Fellowship to Ring. No, that's the only one. Fly, you fools. No, no, no. You don't like that one because you have to fact check it once. No. <laughs> You're bitter about it. Get out of here, Gandalf. I don't know. I- I'm usually pretty shocking with the magic stuff. Because it usually falls into the, like, D&D aesthetic, which n- never really appeals well, to well, me. With the wizards, how many wizards do we actually know? <sighs> it's got to be, um... 
No. Selena Gomez. What is it? Wizard of Waverly Place. Oh shit, I know what you're talking about, but I don't know. No, I, I don't mean, know the character names. I just remember they show. made like a live action. They made that movie on the island. It was like, so good and so bad, and there's nothing great about it. I know being the Disney nerd, I'm supposed to say Maleficent, but fuck you. <laughs> Overrated. There's better wizards Overrated. Out of place. What about with a with a uh Isma? Is Isma a wizard? She definitely concocts things. I'll give you that. Wait, which I are... want Isma. But it, well, wizards and witches are different. Yeah. I've changed sides. Fine then. You know who I'm going to go with? Merlin from Sword in the Stone. Take that two fingers. What about Merlin the live action? Nope, that's shit. God, that last episode. I looked. At, I went stone. back and out of the. I didn't want to say Stark because he's not actually a very good wizard. Kyle. He's a terrible wizard. He doesn't count. Well, then I want Zatanna. If you're not using it, I'm fine. Okay. She can say anything she fucking wants backwards, and it happened. I reckon not. Gandalf the Grey. However, Gandalf the White, Gandalf the Grey. If I said Zatanna, you could have just turned around and said Zatara. I've never read her dad. I've read in it, I've read a flashback where he's trying to pick up chicks with Thomas Wayne. I don't know how good at magic he actually is. No, dead man. Does he count as a wizard? He's a possession thingy. What's the exorcist? That's not a wizard. The exorcist? That's a priest. No, the, the, not the guy, the, the, the vomit. The vomit. The lady. She's, what? She's not a witch. I was surprised I was actually filming the same house that happened. Yeah, that's cool. Why would you do that? Oh, yeah, I'm bad at wizards. There you go. Mm, if you type in best wizard into, <laughs> into Google, it just comes up with a lot of d and I'm just having weird flashbacks to the exact opposite, which is the worst witch. Which is a show I vaguely remember existing. Oh! No! I have the answer! Mm -hmm. Neither of you will know what I'm talking about, but I promise you it is a great show. This from the 50s? The Wizard. (laughs) Bewitched. The chick from (laughs) Bewitched. From Where's Wally? Oh, yeah, he's a dude. I I would know him if I saw him around. Where is Wally? Where is Wally? Where? Where? I don't know the theme song, but I remember it? him in the show. I mean, fucking the show. That's it. No, the that's book. that's the answer. All right. No, I remember the show. How do you feel about um the dude from fucking goddamn? No, it. Wizard Whitebeard. Wizard Whitebeard is the answer. Blackbeard. And any it. other question that you have is invalid. All right. Look, look. There's no good. Wi- oh. The Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Come on, man. This this guy. That guy. That guy. Best wizard. He doesn't say much, which makes him good. Yeah, they've got costumes for him. Oh my best god. Best wizard. See? He has costumes. Best wizard. Fashion sense. Best wizard. He doesn't wear shoes. He's a hippie. He was a hippie. We need to... We, I need to find DVD Fuck. proof. I don't feel like he <laughs> should have The only fingers. other wizard I can think of that I've even watched in something... Is either like Doctor Orpheus or the Ice King from Adventure Time, and that's like all I got. No, I'm worthless. Why did I make this homework? Why did I pick this? No, we well we made it somewhat like broad because we knew that Juby would need help, but then Juby didn't come. Like over an out, which is Harry Potter. Like there's a hack. That's why we went. He's a fucking hack. I walk into town. Oh, you're actually really handsome, and you're like invincible, and you pick up a broom. Oh, you bet your ass you're the best broom guy in the whole town. Fuck off. There's so... No, like... Scott Ivory Pleasant's a wizard. Diane. 
Okay. We did it. Um, I've been Toby DePaul. I've been joined by Bobo. Yes. I hope you learned a thing or two. I did. I want to go and find out that comic now from 91. Mm. 91, 93, 91. 91. 91. Dangerous Habits. Dangerous Habits. Volume 5, I think. Uh, thank you, producer Kyle. Where? Completely lost in her own shit. Uh, thank you again for listening. Also, where on earth is Carmen San Diego, the original? I thought she was just a scam artist. I don't know if she did magic. No, Isn't I'm, she just, always on I'm just now going through TV shows that I liked as a kid. Oh, for fuck's sake. HR Puffin stuff, ladies and gentlemen. Where do you go when things get rough? Class dismissed. Hey, Remember to rate, review, subscribe, do all the things. Can't do Bye. the camp. No. Oh. Oranges, oranges. There's no more. <laughs>